Talking Point on News Talk 106 to 108. Amanda Barham was born in Castleknock in Dublin, where she lived with her parents, Shah and Betty, and her older sister, Natasha. Amanda's mother moved to London at 16, where she met her Iranian husband, and they settled down in Dublin after Natasha was born. Amanda worked as a model, but she gave that up when she successfully auditioned as one of the original presenters on TV3's breakfast show, Ireland AM, on its launch in 1999. She later moved to London to present The Big Breakfast on Channel 4 and she's since been on television all over the world, best known for presenting the Fox television series The Swan and Total Wipeout on BBC One. After six years in Los Angeles, Amanda has returned to London where she currently lives. And these are Amanda Barham's Musical Heirlooms. My dad actually is is the muso in our house and uh, he his favourites as we were growing up were Simon and Garfunkel and Elvis. Recently I was in a little town in Italy called Luca and there was a sign nailed onto the lamppost like just a little piece of paper and said Paul Simon in the local square tonight and myself and my sister and friends we were with were like yeah, couldn't be the Paul Simon could it really? And yeah lo and behold it was. We called dad and you know put the phone up and said look who it is and uh and as he was playing it was Graceland that he was he was playing and my dad was almost in tears that he was like my girls they've taken this from me and they're loving it and he was so proud of us for being there and listening to that so Graceland I think for me is is um it's really special the Mississippi Delta was shining like a national Following the river down the highway Through the cradle of the Civil War I'm going to Graceland, Graceland To Memphis, Tennessee I'm going to Graceland Poor boys and pilgrims with families And we are going to Graceland Oh, I had the best childhood growing up in Ireland. You know, we'd roll down hills and we'd climb trees and we'd pick gooseberries. We used to go strawberry picking in the fields in the summer. You know, we didn't have phones back then. We didn't have iPods, iPads, Kindles. So life for me really was just very outdoorsy as a kid um, growing up in Ireland. And it was just, you know, it was happy. It was full of life. It was full of adventure. And um, my parents really are, they are the reason and that I am who I am today, um, which is quite obvious, I suppose, in a sense. But also, I was doing my leaving cert in the beginning of June. So I was 16 when I filled out the forms that said, what would you like to do for the rest of your life? And I remember even at 16 thinking, Jesus, I mean, how am I supposed to know? I went to art college before I started modelling and uh, and I was just miserable. I was in my second year and I really, 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 really wanted to do something else. I kind of had this burning ambition to do something in television. I actually always wanted to be an actor. And I, I came home one day and I was in tears. And I remember my parents sitting me down saying, look, just talk to us. What's wrong? And I said, well, I, I don't want to say, but I know you've put all this money into my college, but I'm miserable. And they just laughed. They went, well, leave. And I thought, well, wait a second, but you're supposed to go to school, uh, go to college, uh, get married, have kids, and then you die, right? Isn't that that's the way of the world? And they're like, no, not at all. If you're miserable, leave, do something else. And so that lesson has stayed with me my whole life. 
And and I truly believe it's the reason that, you know, I, I have this great phrase, why try to fit in when you were born to stand out? And and I think it's something really special to take with you in life. So this is what she means. She means we're bouncing into Graceland. And I see losing love is like a window in your heart. My early days in television um, back at TV TV3 when yeah it was literally um, I think it had only been operating for about a year and a half at that point and they had really only news under their belts and Ireland AM Ireland's first morning show I'll never forget it at the time there was a huge scramble to who would get the first morning show would it be RTE or would it be TV3 and of course everybody thought well of course it's going to be RTE it's government run it's you know it's the broadcast uh, network of the nation and you know couldn't be TV3 jeez they've only been on air for a year um, and TV3 won and fair fair dues to them they've they've come through the ranks so well and, and you know and I'm really proud of them for doing that and, and Ireland AM is still on air but I'll never forget going for the casting for Ireland AM I'd been modelling for for many years and I went in and it was this guy called Andrew Hanlon and he said, there's a camera here, um, interview me, uh, pretend I'm Ronan Keating. So I launched into an interview and he said, interview me, pretend I'm Colin Farrell or whoever it was. And he, when it was over, he, he stopped and said, I, I, I don't want this to sound patronising, but I have to say I'm really pleasantly surprised. He said, you know, I know you're a model. He said, I've interviewed pretty much every model over the summer. And uh, he said, I just thought, oh, here we go again. Here's another one. And he said, I'm going to do something a little bit crazy, but you've got the job if you want it. <laughs> this was literally the end of an hour's interview. And uh, it was the most I've ever learned about television in that year because we literally were, we were doing it from scratch. I mean, we were writing our own scripts. I was getting to bed at midnight. I was doing my own research and waking up at two o'clock. So I was on two hours sleep pretty much for the guts of a year. It was exhausting, but it was exhilarating at the same time. And I mean, I think everything I've ever done since has been has been easy in comparison, but that's where I cut my teeth. That's where I learnt my trade and I owe them everything because they put, you know, they put their necks on the line for me and they really risked it. I was completely unknown. I had never done television before and uh, and thankfully it worked in my favour. So yeah, it was, a, it was an amazing experience. All right, well, I can tell you right now, James, that Jack, you did a really good performance tonight. James... You just weren't fast enough. The Red Fox has done it. You are the total white man champion. You know what? I'm. Uh, I turned forty last year, and for me, it was quite an empowering moment turning forty and being single and not having children. And I thought, you know, it actually takes a stronger woman, I think, to be by herself and independent at my age. Um, well, I'm not saying that it more stronger than than women who you know are married with kids, but in society nowadays, they do look at women who are in their 40s that are single and there's, there's that tilt of the head, which is, oh, you poor thing. And, and I actually think it's the opposite. I think, you know, I think it's really, um, it's great. I'm I'm happy being single. I'm happy with my own company. Um, I have a great social life. I have wonderful friends, wonderful family. So power to the 40-year-olds that, uh, that, are, that are single, I say. When I was doing my leaving cert and when I was dreaming of boys riding on a beach and saving me in shining armour, um, I used to listen to Wilson Phillips 
um, hold on, uh, hold on for one more day. And I remember lying in bed and it was, you know, in the middle of my leaving cert. And that hold on for one more day really just had such a huge impact on me. And I listen to it now whenever I have a bit of worry or woe. And it really just brings back those memories of it's going to be OK, you know, just hold on for one more day. You'll be fine. So, yeah, definitely pass that one on. Good old Wilson Phillips, eh? And many thanks to Amanda Byram for joining us. And some nice words in there, I think, for people starting their leaving and junior cert on Wednesday. Best of luck to you all over the next couple of weeks. It will be all over soon. And Amanda's new TV series, RV Rampage, has just started on the Travel Channel if you want to give it a try. So look, just remember, if you were affected by any of the issues we discussed earlier, you can ring the support and information hotline at St. Patrick's Hospital. It's 01249 That's 01 249-3333. So, thanks to Aoife Breen who produced today, Alan Regan researched, and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to this News Talk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.